0: Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups, and in the future, not necessarily those, and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Think Future. My name is Chris Kalabukas, and once again, we're coming at July live from deep in the heart. Of Silicon Valley California we're talking innovation startups the future not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order if you watching on YouTube smack that subscribe button and hit that bell so you can be notified when a new show comes online and if you're listening on your favorite podcast service please subscribe and please drop a note on the Apple podcast I greatly appreciate it so I don't know about you guys but I am enjoying the new Twitter It has made me laugh every day. There's always been some kind of interaction on Twitter that has made me laugh any day every day, and it's not just Elon Musk making these some of the, doing this some of this comedy. There's a lot of comedy on there now. It's a lot funnier than it ever was. It's a lot more fun than it ever was. And I know some people are saying, "Oh my god, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's awful. There's no free speech on there anymore." But if you ask me, there's more free speech on there than there's ever been. Not that it's that important, right? I mean, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, everyone's like, oh my God, Twitter this, Twitter that, I spent $44 billion, blah, blah, blah. Free speech is is under attack. It's just Twitter. It's a social media network. It's a social network. You can be on it, you can be not on it. You can be on Facebook, you can not be on Facebook. You can be on Instagram, you can not be on Instagram. It's not the mouthpiece for the entire planet, okay? I mean, there's a lot of people who don't don't care what's going on on Twitter. Most people, in fact, don't. I mean, how many users are there on Twitter? Are there 7 billion users on Twitter? No! It's not the mouthpiece of humanity. I mean, it's the mouthpiece of a small slice of humanity, but it's not the mouthpiece of humanity. It's not that important in the grand scheme of things, right? But people think it is so important in the grand scheme of things to say, oh my God, Twitter's like this now, instead of how it was before. Now, if you ask me, as a libertarian, I love what's going on over there. It's funny. It, some of this stuff is hilarious. Some great points. Some great discussion. I mean, that is the whole point of social media, if you ask me. Social media is a way for people to interact in interesting ways. They can discuss things, they can interact with each other in a space where almost anything is allowed to be said. Because if you're talking about it, this is just words. It's words. This is a word that I remember in my grade 11 journalism class. We had one class where our teacher said okay I'm going to stand up here at the board and you guys are going to yell out words that you find offensive so we yelled out a bunch of offensive words and it was funny because nobody wanted nobody's ever heard a teacher say it's okay to yell out offensive words so we yelled out the word and she was writing it on the board all these offensive words I can imagine if somebody else would have came into the class when there was like 20 Offensive words on the word on the board, and the F word was only one of many offensive words. And she said, "Well, which one of these words offends you the most?" And we indicated which ones offended us the most. And she said, "Well, you know what that is when you are offended by a word." And we said, "No, what what is that?" She said, "That's logophobia. You're afraid of a word. It's just a word. You might be afraid of the concept of the, behind the word." Using the word does not make it real. It's like the difference between fear and anxiety. Do you know what the difference between fear and anxiety is? Fear is being tied to the railroad track in front of an oncoming train. Anxiety is thinking about being tied to the railroad track in front of an oncoming train. Words are words. Sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Whose problem is it? Why are we so delicate nowadays that we can't have some kind of discourse, civil or not? We should be able to talk to each other as human beings. Sure, some people are ruder than others. Sure, some people will use words that we don't like. But there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to speak. That is one of the things behind... The point, that's the point of America. One of the points of America. Free speech. It's the First Amendment. Why do you think they made it the First Amendment? Because they thought it was the most important thing that we had. The most important thing is the freedom to speak. To say things. Now you could argue that back then, when you talk about freedom of speech, it's somebody standing on a soapbox in front of the town square and saying their piece. Because what else could they do? I guess they could print off a pamphlet and they could hand out the pamphlet. But if you think about it, that's what Twitter is. Twitter is people, people printing off electronic pamphlets and sending them out there, really short pamphlets, and sending them out there for people to be able to respond. And the big difference is that they can respond from anywhere, to anyone in the world. And that's what I think the power, the power of Twitter is that it's the most amazing communications method that we have, especially during those uprises in Iran and other places where people just had their cell phones and they were reporting things. Humans were reporting stuff live on the ground. And this is what I love about it is that you get direct reports from human beings who are actually there and not journalists with some kind of agenda. Journalists with an agenda, they're everywhere. I mean, can't you just report the facts and let everybody else decide how to think about them? No, you have to shove your agenda in. You wanna save the world? No, you should just be reporting what's going on so that everybody will know what to do and, and how to think about it. Why should you have to tell people how to think? Just tell them what happened and let them figure it out on their own. We're human beings. We're adults. We can think about these things on our own, we don't have to be told what to think. There's a certain bunch of people out there who think human beings need to be told what to think. They think they're a bunch of children, even once they're adults, and they don't know how to think. And of course, you could argue there are some people who are just like that. They're adults, but they don't really know how to think. They don't know critical thinking. They don't know how to take facts and figure out facts and do things like that. And maybe we're at fault because we haven't taught people critical thinking the ability to look at something and make decisions maybe that's another reason why we're at fault is that we haven't been able to figure the uh, we haven't been able to teach people how to critically think i think when i look back i didn't really learn how to critically think until i got into college where was the critical thinking in high school where was the critical thinking in elementary school It wasn't there. We need to bring critical thinking into elementary school. We need to raise children who know how to think critically. We also need to raise them to problem solve. But that's a topic for another show. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future.